We welcome to the show the great Paul Reiser. Great to have you on the radio this morning. How are you? I am well, and I'm thrilled to be on radio in Buffalo. Have you been to town before? Have you been to Buffalo? I have not been to Buffalo for years. I did I did go to school in Binghamton for four years, which is sort of a, uh, a sort of a, a, a stepping stone, a gateway drug to Buffalo. It doesn't quite have the intensity of a Buffalo winter, but it gives you a nice sense of the uh, whole thing. You know, once you're in the SUNY system, you're in the SUNY system. <laughs> it's great to have you back. You're going to be on stage at the Buffalo State Performing Arts Center. I have a really simple question. All right. Do you need to do stand-up? <laughs> You're pretty much well taken care of when it comes to money. Yeah, if you bring a roll of quarters to the show, I'll take it. You know what I mean? You could always use it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I started a thousand years ago in college, actually. While I was, while I was at Binghamton, I would go and do stand-up. I audition night at the comedy clubs in New York. And that was all I wanted to do. I wanted to be a stand-up. I wanted to get on The Tonight Show. And then as, when I was doing it after, after college, and then kind of fortune opened up, and I was do, suddenly doing movies and TV. And then I kind of got away from it just because I was busy. So my goal was always to get back and do it. And uh, no, I don't need to do it, but I, I kind of physically need to do it because I... I miss it. I, you know, when I when I went back a few years ago, it suddenly all came back and went. Oh, I forgot how fun this is. It's truly, to me, it's so much more fun than doing Stranger Things or movies. Like those are great, and you, you know, it's the thrill to be in them. But there's nothing like a live audience, just being and seeing people laugh. And they're not even on Zoom. They're actually there. That's fantastic now. <laughs> you know, Paul, that was my thought, is that there is something special about getting that, that human interaction yeah. live. Because when you say you've been busy, ridiculous understatement. You are probably <laughs> one of the most hardworking people in showbiz, like from the early days right till now. You've been in everything and on everything. James Brown and then me. Yeah, James Brown was the hardest working man in show business, and I was right after him, if you look at the list. <laughs> Second hardest working man in show business. Let's talk to those people that know you only from Stranger Things. Tell me about your experience on that show. Which is really funny to me, because uh, I've had more than one friend say that their kid said, wait a minute, the, the Dr. Owens from Stranger Things is going to try to be funny now? I went, would you please slap the kid for me and explain it to him? Uh, because, you know, and, and it, by the way, it's a fair uh, it's a fair question, because I hadn't been out there for years. I had not been out there doing stand-up. Um, Stranger Things was a great experience. It's very rare that you get invited to be on a show. That is a global phenomenon. And I came in season two, so it was already a huge hit. And um, it, when the first season came out, my son, who was like 16, 17 or something at the time, he had watched the whole thing the first weekend and told me about it. And then as fate would have it, that Monday, the next day, my agent called me, said, have you, have you heard of this new show, Stranger Things? And I was able to go, yeah, of course I have. I'm not, I don't live in a cave, you know, <laughs> I just heard about it a minute ago. I uh, said, well, the Duffer brothers who created this show, they'd like to meet you. They have a character they want you to play in season two. I went, Okay, I'm not going to say no to that. And next thing I know, I was off making it. And they, they were so great. Those kids, which were not such kids anymore, they're like 42 now. But um, 
they were just, they're all so talented and they were so great. And I kind of felt like I'm going to be the new kid in high school and nobody's going to sit with me at lunch. You know, <laughs> and like they were all just so welcoming and, and, uh, great. And, uh, David Harbour, not a pleasant guy. No, that's actually not true. He's a sweet. I love David, but uh, it was great. So you know, to be, as I say, to be involved in something that's so big internationally. I was I was over in Europe this summer. I was making a movie in Ireland, and um, it just so happens that Stranger Things came out, and then like a week later, the new season of The Boys dropped, and I, I'm in that, and I was amazed at how recognized I was there almost more than here and I thought wow it is huge just the whole world now of streaming you know it just drops and you're all over the world in one shot you don't have to wait for a movie to come out you know week after week it's just a huge reach that these shows have when did your son become aware that you were kind of a big deal because you say he was 16 a few years ago so you know young kid probably doesn't really know what dad does when did he realize wait a minute my dad is somebody let me ask you something do you have kids yes i do okay do they have any idea what you do <laughs> to some extent they kind of for the most part i'm just dad right i'm i'm still waiting for my kids to recognize what a wonderful huge uh, global phenomenon their father is uh i you know it's funny I, when my my son was about i have two boys but when when he was in like uh, I don't know, fourth or fifth grade, and I was taking a couple of years off after Mad About You, and I was happy. I was staying home. We had a new kid. We had a new house, and we were just, I was really happy to stay home, and I was writing and stuff, and, and I thought, what a great thing for my kids. They come home from school, and daddy's home. What a thrill. What a healthy, positive thing, and my son comes home one day. He walks into my office at the house, and he says, Dad, what what do you do? I <laughs> I just see you here all the time. The other, the other kids, their dads do things. What do you? I said I should probably get out of the house. And uh, but I've I've read so many interviews. It's so funny from the biggest guy Springsteen talking about how his kids know none of his music. I go, well, that's impossible. I, they must have to work hard to not know your music. He goes, yeah, they don't care. They just don't care. When you grow up, you know, your parents are just your parents. Yeah, it's a whole new level of don't care that you realize at one point in your life. It's a phenomenal, unshakable don't care. Yes, the indifference is palpable. The voice you're hearing right now is a very comforting, very familiar voice. That is Paul Reiser going to be on stage at Buff State. Excited to see the stand-up. And with all the shows you've done, there's one role that has one of my favorite lines, and that is from Beverly Hills Cop, where I think your line is, this isn't even my locker. Wow. Is that is that your line? Yeah, this is not my locker. Let me tell you something. That line, for some reason, is the, the one line that people will most often come over to me and say, which is, it was an improvised line, and it's at the end of a scene, barely on camera. And I'm just kind of walking. We did the scene, and I had no exit line. <laughs> it was Eddie Murphy getting balled out by the his, the captain, and I'm going, i got to get out of this scene. I'm standing here. And I just kind of said, hey, this is not my locker. And I walked away. For 40 years, that movie came out in like 83 or something. Everybody, people, not everybody, but people will come over to me and do that. And for years, I didn't even know what they were talking about. Somebody would come over to me at a, at the airport and, you know, an airport and just go, hey, this is not my suitcase. And I would go, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What? No, it's my suitcase. They go, no, get it? This is not my suitcase. I would Oh, okay. It's a callback. Okay. It's a callback from 30 years ago. 
But um, yeah, for some reason that line, uh, maybe it was because it was one of the biggest movies of all time that everybody saw it 10 times. But you never know. Paul, when you got into stand-up, who were the people that you were showing up at the clubs with? Do you have some people that you still are close with? Yeah. Well, well, my graduating class, you know, like I was, the guys before me were, you know, Richard Belzer, rest in peace, and and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Elaine Boozler and Richard Lewis. And but my guys, you know, was was Seinfeld and and Larry Miller and Carol Lever and. In fact, you know what? I think the last time I was at played in Buffalo, it was like one of my first jobs. I think it was, I think it was out of college. I don't think I don't. Know. It was like an afternoon, one of these horrible afternoon shows in the cafeteria, and it was Rich Hall and Carol Leifer and myself. And uh, you know, those are never great when you have to stand up in a cafeteria and say, "Hey, everybody, it's showtime," and people going, "I'm trying to eat my sandwich." Uh, so I think it's going to be a much better experience at the beautiful Performing Arts Center uh, on March 17th at 8 o'clock. The only thing I would ask of you, if you could warm up uh, the area, I understand Buffalo is, can be chilly in the winter. Uh, I don't know where it's at now, but if you could get it to a nice balmy 70, 72, that would be really uh, thoughtful of you. I'll put in a request. We'll have a space heater and a spotlight just for you, Paul Reiser. Not just, not just the stage. I'm talking about the whole town. You yeah, no, no. It's a really big space heater. It's a big space. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. It's going to be 72 and sunny. Don't worry. I appreciate that. That is so thoughtful of you. Paul Reiser, can't wait to see you on stage. Buffalo State Performing Arts Center. Uh, we will welcome you back to Buffalo with open arms. Great to have you on KISS 98.5 today. Nice talking to you. Appreciate it. See you there.